Black. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Over the Bridge podcast. Um, I'm so excited to be here again today. Um, this has been a week off, I think just black excellence, bruv. Like yeah, just looking on the timeline, timeline yeah. looking around. Um, and this week um, I'm joined by my normal cast. And we've got Patrick back in the building. Yeah, Patrick's here. Yeah, we got Sitting in my seat. And oh, yeah. Welcome back. This B. was your seat last season, bro. But this has been my seat this season. <laughs> sure, right? Sitting. Got this season. All right. Oh, why, why, why people beef anyway? I got the armchair seat in it. Tom's not happy. I'm not happy about it. Tommy Dyer's not happy, seat. man. Get me, man. Tommy Dyer's in the building. And last but not least, last. Oh yeah. Oi, oi. Quaku, yeah. Quaku, and I actually want to introduce. We've got a guest with us today. I'm actually going to let him introduce himself. But this guy has been going around on Twitter this week. Yeah, been for the right reasons off. as well, for the right reasons. For the right reasons. So I'm going to let him introduce himself. Yeah, so my name is Baker Lubwama. I'm Ugandan born and on Thursday, I met my offer to go and study Cambridge, uh, medicine at the University of Cambridge. Something which I've been like striving towards for a long time now. And I just say like... It's a good feeling. Oh, yeah. Round of applause for my man. Come on. Come on. Come on, lads. Yes, Tell the listeners, Baker, what did you get at A level? So, at A level, I achieved actually two stars and A, but then when my school put on two, I did put three stars. By the time I saw a thousand retweets, I'm thinking, I'm not going to. I'm not going to trouble myself trying to correct a thousand opinions, innit? So, I ran with it. And I was actually aiming for three Three stars, I was close, but yeah, I'm just glad I made my offer, and that's yeah. what's important. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Three stars in the A is like no sh- yeah. mean feat, man. Trust, right. trust me, man. That's did you lot have A stars when um, you did? I think my my year was the last year not to have A stars. Oh, yeah, really? I not was the first year of A stars. Okay, so yeah. second year that. Yeah, yeah. 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 old guy, man. Amazing. And what did you? What um? Where? What like school were you at? So I was at Brampton Manor Academy, uh, in uh, Newham. Legendary. And we've actually been trending for the right reasons. Or like, it's not just myself. I just want to shout out my friends because, yeah, like Love as them. much as Love I've them, worked bro. hard, my friends they've been working hard alongside me. Some of them have gone to Cambridge as well, Oxford as Amazing. well, Russell Group Universities, and some of them other great universities that maybe they may not have not planned to go to in terms mm. of like clearing an adjustment. But there's no doubt there's bright things in their future. I just like oh. shout out to them, innit? Well, I'm, I'm getting emotional. I'm, getting emotional. Getting, <laughs> I'm just smiling, you know, just Trust looking at everyone. You, it's like a future doctor. Like, in yeah, the room. obviously yeah. shout out to you guys as well, because it's a mad opportunity. Like everyone's kind of big enough, so, like you're going to be famous. But, <laughs> <laughs> it's a platform, innit? Like, We're going to have to grab your autograph before you yeah, 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 yeah. I think In terms of like widening participation and having you guys, obviously like, for black Cambridge graduates here. Like, if I was hearing this two years back, this would have been mad. So for everyone that's listening, that's in a similar position to ours, I just want to say you're doing the right things and just keep grafting in it. Brother, it's so Yeah, wow. I get emotional, bro. Yeah. What? Yeah, man, man. Like, anyone got any tissues? Bro? Yeah, man. <laughs> but this is cool because I think, Pat, like when me, I think it was me and you, and were we all there? When we yeah. first started talking about setting up this podcast, yeah. we went... And we were like, why, why are we doing this stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's actually for like this. Yeah, yeah. Mm, it's worse, like this one. It's why I, I tweeted it this week. Because um, I think like a couple of people was coming up to me and being like, oh, well done. Like your podcast, like everybody's talking about it. And I'm like, do you know what? Like, I'm happy about that. But um, after somebody like retweeted something along those lines, um, somebody else retweeted it and was like, you know, thank you guys so much. Um, like, I think they mentioned that they were at the talk that we were at, um, the Access, Access Talk. talk. And I was just like, this is what it's about, man. Like, like 
all the accolades and everything, all the accolades, like all accolades. that stuff. <laughs> For me, that's secondary. What <laughs> I want is like, I you deserve an accolade. <laughs> my man today, no. accolade. That's secondary though. Like mm. I, I just want to inspire, like you know, like people yeah. that were that, that are like us. Um, this, yeah, yeah this because is I remember like what Baker said. Right, is like oh, if I had this two years ago, like we were talking about. I didn't even know this was a thing, you know, like mm-hmm. years when, yeah, man. when I was applying for uni, I actually, I'd never visited a uni in my life. Like I didn't even know what a uni was mm-hmm. really. Yeah. Like yeah. I just had seen pictures, you know, and I hadn't, I didn't even, I didn't even conceptualize that Cambridge would be a place of where I'd find people that were like me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. 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 And I saw, yeah. So when, you know, like when we first set this podcast up, I was all about, yeah, man, I want people to see that it's possible and I yeah. want people to hear. We're out here, man. Yeah. We're out here, man. Black people are at these yeah, institutions and, and doing bits. Trust me. So I think speaking of which, I think we should segue nicely to what Stormzy's done this week. Because oh, that's yes. why we're just yeah. all on a high this week, man. On a little bit it's just of a been... Yeah, trust so, um, me. What's, what's, yeah. he, what's he done this the week? The Stormzy Scholarship. Oh, let 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 let, let young man tell us it. It's your show today, bro. Your so show, I think I think it's quite mad because obviously we all know like methods of revision, isn't it? Like you can be revising, you're listening to Storms, you're listening to this guy. <laughs> yeah. And I will not lie to you. I'm doing maths, I'm listening to Storms, you fire in the roof, this, this, that. Yeah. It's actually mad to think that in two or three weeks' time, I could be going to Cambridge, studying the course I love, and I could be having my degree paid for. By someone that I've looked up to in terms of music Jeez. and just inspiration and general movements in like our communities. Big up Stormzy, man. People chat for real, It's like man. every other episode, we were like, big up Stormzy. Big up Stormzy. A caller of Stormzy. But these guys, man. Yeah, honestly, done a lot, man. He's doing bits, doing bits. He's can't. He's untouchable to me anyway. Like no one can. You can't get. You can't be dragged. Like at this point, so much. It's gone clear at this point. Using his platform just the right way. Yeah, yeah, that's, the, that's right. the thing. That's what you yeah, should be doing. At this point, it's unclear, man. Because the thing is, we were talking about like brand um, activism as a brand, like before, and it's like mm. for me, that's like when you have a platform, that's how you that's how you use it, man. Like mm. he's not he kept obviously had to be kept very quiet, but like he's gone about it in such a way that it's just like it's massive, but at the se- at the same time, very very commonsensical. It's like yeah, of course, like you have this platform, you have the ability to do this, and he's just gone and, and just done it, like and it's. For me, it's like, it should be like the standard now. Like people, mm. there should be more people that, you know, that make it, like come from ends that come from under, underprivileged backgrounds that just like, you know what, this is what I'm going to use my platform for. Like mm. I've come up, I'm going to bring up other Trust people me, with me. Yeah. I love, like Baker, you said, um, you know, like it could be one of your idols that like someone you look up to just yeah. listening to their music. Like I was thinking, I think I tweeted it this week. Like, I was thinking, um, Back in the day, I remember, revi- I literally remember revising and watching Channel U at the mm. same time. <laughs> like, I'd just be sitting there revising, Channel U's coming on. Then you see them numbers on the bottom of the screen. Every now and then I'd pay my one pound and just get into beef with number 526 or whatever. For <laughs> <laughs> no, no, <laughs> for no reason. But no, like I'd be sitting there literally, you know, thinking like, ah, oh, this is my music. And mm. I, I didn't ever put them together. Mm. Like, I'd never ever thought, wow, like the music that I like at some point in my life, someone from the TV screen that I'm watching mm-hmm. could be funded for someone like me. To yeah, to- that's real. Yeah. yeah. It's, everything was so kind of like that. Like, yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Two exactly. Like two two yeah. different bits of your life. Yeah. yeah. You never really attach the culture that you're from. as And by that, I just mean like mm. black British mm. culture. Mm. And that, especially at that part time yeah. of our lives mm. with your education yeah. and academic, academic achievement. It's and almost like, like, it's almost um, like a, 
what's the word? Like not a contradiction, but it's like opposite ends of the spectrum. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like, cause you'll be watching channel, you're watching TV and your press like go and revise, go. It's like almost like the, the mm. opposite of- the juxtaposition. Yeah, 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 exactly. In fact, um, just on that, did like, cause you're a bit younger in it, you're yeah. what, 18. And yeah, most yeah, of us like 25 and older, right? Mm. Yeah. Did you actually go? A bit older than that. I'm 25. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you grow up watching Channel that's You? I'm a baby boy. I'm a, I'm a baby boy. You didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So you. I genuinely don't know what it is. Yeah, I was going to ask. Oh, Channel You. See, I told you. Oh, oh, it's eight years. Eight years. Yeah, my guy doesn't know Channel You. It's a big gap still. Yeah, it's 10 years for me, man. I got my results 10 years ago. Mad, okay, yeah. Granddad, Pat. Channel You, yeah, was like, you see how you got like, um, GRM and SBTV yeah. on, on the internet yeah. There used yeah. to be a channel Which just basically mm. played Grime oh. UK rap Some R&B yeah. And it was just Yeah everyone watched Was it Channel 387 on no. Sky? Uh, it was It changed quite a lot yeah. I remember but it channel being like three, Channel 367 I think Yeah Some some channel in the 300s in Sky This is all UK music And like not even like the prominent Like the biggest prominent artists It could be like Just sending a video It could be from ends Sending a video I saw one guy from church on there once I was going to say bullets <laughs> Bibles in it man. It's mad Yeah uh, But yeah um, Do you think Do you think that this Stormzy scholarship Yeah Is something that That should continue Like year on year 100% 100% Is it so Is it just two years That they're doing it for No I think he's going to do it For the foreseeable I think, I think, I think, yeah, like, I think it's this year and next year Is it Yeah Mm. It's probably a thing where they trial it and then, you know, we'll see what the, the thing is, the other thing is like, obviously this Stormzy scholarship, I don't know, like if it's his name on it and he's like made the sort of lion's share of the, the, um, contribution, contribution, mm. um, or if it's all his money or whatever, but it's something that all of us, like, mm. you know, Cambridge alum, alumni, like, cause, um, our friend Amal was talking about it the other day. Like she wants to also contribute to this and like, we should feel like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. cause you know, like when the, the your college or uni will call you up and ask, like, you know, would you like to make a contribution yeah, yeah, to the yeah, fund? Yeah. You're always kind of like, like, mm. no. I was not really. You have got peas ready. Yeah. yeah. Like, clear, yeah. like what Come am I going to do? You're, you're Cambridge. Why are you asking me for money? But this is the kind of fun where I'd be like, definitely. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah, I would. Because um, I, I would love to be in a stage in my life where I can give towards a very specific bursary fund. Yeah. Because mm. I know that there's no way, I wouldn't have done uni without my own bursary. Mm. Yeah, words. Same, same, I remember when they cut thing. my, I think something happened with student finance and they cut my bursary by accident. Like, mm. Because they had to, because that's what it said. Like if, if you're getting this amount of money, then you should be allowed to get this extra money on top because you you obviously need money. right? Mm. Mm. And they cut it. So I was like, now I've, now I've lost two pots of money. So mm. I have any money. Mm. Mm. So I remember going to my, um, director of studies and be like, I don't know what to do. Mm. And then he like helped me do the paperwork and I actually gave me my money back. Mm. And I, at that point I was like, wow, this this is a struggle. Mm. Uh, I couldn't have done it because mm. um, you know, you're not allowed to work at Cambridge. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, that's why I started like, you know, doing doing the club nights and stuff with Tom. Um, really? Because oh, yeah. I needed money. And then I was getting money wow. from that because I didn't have that much money. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and at Cambridge, when you're not allowed to work, it's, it's tough. Mm, like in other mm. unis, you know, you can go get a job and mm, supplement mm, your, mm. but especially if you come from a low income background, yeah. just staying alive is yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Not, it's not that much. No, but having yeah, food in your fridge, in terms of yeah. just normal expenses, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Makes things a bit easier. Yeah. So. Especially even when everyone's stealing your milk, bro. Do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's on that same plane of like, what we were saying earlier, like sustainable change. Yeah. Like if Stormzy does this kind of thing, it's going to pay homage for other people in yeah. his position to kind of do the same thing. Yeah. And mm -hmm. like 
with people my age, it's going to mean that, oh, we're now looking to Cambridge as a norm. Yeah, Whereas, exactly. Yeah. Like, I saw a lot of retweets yesterday. Like, people were capping off their Oxbridge offers with, my teacher told me this two years ago, now I'm doing this. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't be that way. It should have mm. been, oh, yeah, I'm doing this because I I sh- I'm capable. Yeah. And it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. something off, off the record, mm. actually, because um, I was chatting to Baker a little early yeah. on, and you mentioned that prior to going to Brampton, yeah. that you had a teacher that kind of thought that, okay, maybe Cambridge ain't for you based yeah. on your background and you kind of internalised that. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, so it was a thing of like, when I first kind of looked into A-levels and sixth form and stuff, I was thinking I'm going to study sciences and I wanted to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. And at that very point, it was more of, that's the priority. And so that teacher was actually in my corner, but to the point where she's like, oh, let's kind of, aim for medicine, da, 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 da. she's saying, oh, you don't really want to apply Cambridge. Mm. It's not for you kind of thing. And I won't lie, like in that moment, I'm like, oh yeah, like true word. I'm just trying to do medicine in it. It's not that deep. Mm. But it's that kind of thing that can just yes. make you settle yeah, and not aim higher when yeah. you can actually yeah. go higher. Mm. And it's it's that culture of like, kind of schools maybe not feeling that they're adequately equipped to mm. support students mm. to kind of reach that level. Yeah. So they're like, they find it easy to just tell them, oh, no, nah, maybe not. So yeah, I feel like I'm very supportive of this kind of thing that people do of yeah. encouraging people to just shoot for something. Yeah. Because like, obviously you can get rejected, but if you put your effort into something, you cannot turn around and say, oh yeah, I wasted my time. Because mm-hmm. even the application process of Oxbridge, mm. like it kind of shows you a lot in terms of like how talented you are. Like mm. if you flop an interview, but answer like a question you didn't think you could answer, mm. you call me like, oh, I'm capable of signing in this. Yeah. 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 What was the interview kind of like actually? My interview, I actually had two in the yeah. morning. And which college sorry, do yeah, you, are yeah. you? Claire College. Oh, nice. College. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I arrived the day before and even just before interview, like it was kind of like, a movie and so on because <laughs> I'm arriving, I'm seeing people, like I was escorted by actually like one of the students to like my accommodation and stuff. Yeah. Having a conversation, already like in the conversation, like I'm feeling as though that like, the student like was really not really like representing kind of where I'm from mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. And even amongst like other interviewees, there was a culture of kind of like bragging. I think that like, everyone's just trying to kind of put each other off. Yuck, I hate that. So like, <laughs> talking about these big things I never heard of, like amongst yeah. mathematicians, like, how do you make Route 3 irrational? I'm thinking, right, I'm, I'm, I'm coming from simple. <laughs> <laughs> did you look at this as well? Because yeah. I didn't talk to anyone. Yeah, no, I, remember, I, remember, yeah. I was late. There was a guy, yeah. remember on the morning of, <laughs> there was a guy and he, you could tell he did economics. He wore a big pinstripe suit with an Hermes tie. Wow. And he had the FT out with his parents and he just sat with his wow. legs crossed over wow. reading the FT that and he read it in such a confident way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, bruv, someone, there's a, there's a guy, in? Carl, Carl Conardu. He did one that, that, that guy didn't get in, but you know Carl Conardu. Yeah, of course. Yeah. My, my, my guy, shout out my guy in it. Um, and he said, he has a- Yes, oh, yeah, you know, oh, Carl is yeah, Carl's bait, man. Carl's out there. Just, it's, a, it's like a, he's a, he's a <laughs> sick guy. A sick guy. But yeah. he said, look, yeah, the, the wolf at the bottom of the hill is always more hungry mm. than the one at the top of the hill. Mm. Yeah. I thought mm. my man's come here with a suit and this and this and this. And he's, he's actually he's posturing. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, what can yeah. you read in the FT that's going to be relevant mm. for an interview? Mm. It's kind of academic, as you can probably yeah. attest to. And it's mm. like, Anyway, I didn't see my man at the place in it. Big up whoever he is. Yeah, big up yeah, yeah. Yeah. Back to you. Yeah, yeah so yeah, I was just in that environment, just socializing to people because I'm a very social person. So mm. like, even in that instance, like I couldn't kind of see myself just like ignoring everyone. Yeah, yeah. And obviously the day came of the interviews and the first one, it kind of started off in that 
the path they led me down, like it was to do with like kind of identifying that the diagrams he showed me were about the heart. I identified that and we're talking uh, to a length about it. And he saw that I kind of knew it. And just that the nature of the interviews, like he saw I was getting comfortable in it. So mm-hmm. his last question to me as, as an interviewer, he was like, how do you measure the volume of blood in the human body without removing anything? And at that point, I semi-froze, but the way in which I prepared, mm. I was told, oh yeah, don't freeze, mm. give something logical to da da da. So I'm thinking, oh, is it this? He cut me off. Is it this? He cut me off. He gave me a clue about diluting blood in a cup with sugar. I was thinking, yeah, I'm not getting this. So I thought, I won't lie. I didn't say I won't lie, obviously, because I had to you know, speak for a bit. I was like, I have no clue. And obviously the second part of the interview went and that was fine because it's more to do with like ethics. Mm. So I came out of that interview, have like an hour or two before the next one. Mm. And I'm sitting there thinking, rah, did I just mess this up? And I go back to the common room, everyone's coaching, you know, like just have a banter with each other. Maybe their interviews didn't go well either, but in that moment, I was kind of feeling that mm. Oxbridge was, you know, out of the picture. Yeah. And then I had my second interview and there was actually a friend of mine who had been to Brampton for like the first week and then dipped to a school nearby. Mm-hmm. And she was applying for the same course, same uni. I mean, yeah. And she had an interview just before me. She came out laughing and giggling and thinking, raw, she must have done bits because I was even hearing like, <laughs> you know, people talking and just having banter with each other. So I thought, I, I thought, let me not be intimidated by it, but let me come with the same energy because yeah. they're clearly friendly, isn't it? Yeah. So the first interviewer, he was asking me about work experience. And that's where I kind of, I was put at ease because like volunteering work experience was like me working with young carers of so people like, um, like young children who have yeah. um, parents who are disabled mm. or alcoholics and drug addicts and they're automatically burdened with like taking care of them. Mm. So yeah, that's the kind of voluntary work I did. And I just spoke to a length about that and how I had to kind of like take different routes to kind of reach the kids because when you're talking to a young person, as also a young person and try to give them advice or like help with homework, like mm. they won't hear you. They'll mm. think like, oh, you, you don't really have any authority over me. And that's kind of what I communicated to the interviewer and he resonated with that. So when the second part of the interview came and we went back to science, I was a lot more comfortable and we're speaking mm. about something that I did at GCSE. And I, I pointed out, so like, I just want to say to people, like if you don't know something, point it out. And I told him, oh, I don't, I'm not, really sure of this beyond GCSE knowledge but he said attempt anyway mm. so then we talked about the kidney and I really felt that I arrived to the answer they wanted mm. just by kind of using the simple logic I knew mm. and in that instance they were like oh yes 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 I bet mm. you didn't want that to stop so I'm thinking okay I must have done something credible <laughs> and we left they were like do you have any questions so I'm thinking I really don't but in the first interview I messed up something so my instinct was to ask the same question. In the first interview, I was asked, how do you measure the volume of blood in the human body? Mm. So how would you answer that? Uh, my You're man, smart. So, yeah. oh, smart, smart blood. Hey, again, blood. again, 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 blood. I'm learning again. from you. <laughs> so they're thinking, hmm, hmm. And they're puzzling about it as well. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So he gave an answer. His answer was logical, yeah. but it was not in so, line with what his friend was saying in the first interview. Mm. So okay. I was just agreeing with him. I was like, okay, okay, that makes sense, that makes sense. <laughs> and I left. Look at that. So I was thinking, hmm, I guess I showed that I was passionate in it. Yeah. So I was thinking, let me go home. I've done my best. Yeah. Obviously, like, I think when you hear back a month or two later, yeah. so 
I was just I was quite settled on the way back. I thought I gave you my best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people were in that position. I'm proud listening to this. Yeah, man. Can I? You know, I just um. So January came, yeah, and you got your your letter in the post. Yeah, talk to us about that day and when you actually opened up the so. I actually had a like a biology topic test the day before, uh, just in the evening. And we're sitting down in biology. Teacher walks past me. She goes to my friend and I. Um, so I was sitting next to a girl called Paulina. And she also applied at um, Oxford. And teacher walks past us, whispers to us, tomorrow's the big day, kind of kind of thing. And I'm doing a test, but she's really whispering that, isn't it? Because obviously <laughs> people like, they, they were very supportive. Mm. So that kind of put a bit of pressure on it. So yeah. kind of went home. I was deep in it that whole night. I came to school in the morning. Did you sleep? No, not really. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know when you get chops of sleep, but like you wake up at three, try to distract yourself, watching if it's the suits or something, but you can't, you can't really go back to bed, <laughs> isn't it? So I came to school that morning and again, teachers are like walking around, like looking at all the Oxbridge applicants, telling us as soon as you hear something off email, you know, tell us. Mm. So I go in the study centre, I'm sitting down doing my work. All my friends cried around me. They're like, oh, have you heard anything? I'm like, no, not yet. They walk away, another one of my friends comes. Uh, his name is Ruman. He comes to me, he goes, oh, have you heard anything yet? I go, no, nah, but let me check. As soon as he looks down, the email pops up and he just sort of says, oh, he's got something, he's got something. So then my friends are like, oh, open it, open it. So I'm like, no, nah, I'm not taking this pressure. Because if it's an L yeah, I'm not trying to like yeah. sod it in front of everyone yeah. in the first moment anyway. So I put my phone in my pocket. I'm like, oh yeah, open it later when study's finished. And then... I pretend that I'm getting up to go get paper or something. So I walk around, study, and I low-key take my phone out. I just peep because I, I was curious. And I find out I got in. So I ran to my friend David. Like, I never even hug people like that, but I was hugging <laughs> yeah, David. Because yeah, yeah. me and David matched work together, innit? Yeah, yeah. So I was, I was like hugging David. I was like, oh, yeah, I got in, oh, bro. Nah, I feel so proud, you know. Yeah. yeah man. Man. I'm like, <laughs> so proud in, about that. The staff came in. They were like, oh, do you want to talk to your mum outside? I was like, yeah, please. Yeah. So I went home. I couldn't even wait to get home. Um, I went just outside the, the study centre. I called mum. I was like, oh, yeah, I got in. She was screaming down the phone because <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. My mum, she, obviously, she was born in Uganda. She came here and she had problems in it, like issues, obviously, like as we all do with mm. our parents and mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. And I only came over later in life when um, when I was nine to okay, kind of live so here you with was her. in Uganda? Yeah, so I was born and raised in Uganda. Oh. And... Yeah, so to hear that, that mm. son's gone to Cambridge, something that she was whispering to me as a passing comment, yeah. just in hope that I'll go to university somehow. Yeah. It wow. just it just made her like incredibly wow, proud. Yeah. So you all should know you. I feel like you guys can say that as well, innit? Like well, the yeah. best yeah. moment yeah. is like making your parents yeah. proud. Yeah, yeah man. Trust me. Yeah, it's man. just unprecedented. For oh, and this is just the beginning for you as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so definitely more to come. Yeah, man. This is just the start of that journey for you, man. I guess also I think we'll go into like expectations about Cambridge later, but yeah. just, I, I want to ask, because I'm from Newham and you ended up at Brampton. Yeah, um, yeah. I want to ask, why didn't you go to somewhere like LAE or NCS? Yeah. Or these are like schools which are similar yeah, in nature. Right. And then following from that, you got into yeah. Brampton. Mm. We all hear this magical stuff about the head teacher uncle, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Is uncle still, is he still the head teacher? Yeah. Gets like, like, so always, every, every year. Yeah. Yeah. When you so, go in, huh? once you said that, like, why do you don't go to them schools, talk yeah. to us about- What do they feed you at that? Yeah, man. Yeah. Brampton and uncle, man. For, yeah, man. So like LAE, for one, before I did my GCSEs, I was actually a very lazy student. Like my grades, my predicted grades were terrible. And I only started like getting better and better towards the end. So my predicted grades were very, very bad. 
Um, Can I just ask, with the predicted grades, is this something that your teachers come up with or is it like you did like mock exams? So there were like mock exams like from like year nine, mm. evidence in it. And was and it then, marked internally or externally? Internally, internally. Okay. So... We were talking about this before. Yeah. So, but at that point I was improving in my academics. Mm. This is why I wanted to apply to these schools. Mm. And I'm telling my teachers, oh, I really want to try somewhere else. Like, can you change my predictor grades? Um, mm. I was told that the system's locked since year nine and they can't change my predictor grades. Mm. Is that a lie? So, That's a is that a lie? Is I was lie? thinking, really? But okay. So I applied Bill. I applied LAE. Mm -hmm. I thought, let me not even try Brampton because I thought they would just turf me straight away. Mm -hmm. But I tried LAE. I didn't try NCS because I didn't know too much about it. Mm -hmm. LAE, I didn't think they rejected me. They just didn't get back to me. Mm -hmm. Seven Kings as well. Didn't get back to me. Bill told me they didn't have enough space in their maths B class, but I knew I was going to get an A-star maths because I was grafting. And <laughs> then like, results day came. That. I knew not to go. I actually went to LAE with a friend because she wanted to apply. Yeah. So I applied LAE for Bantz and then I went Brampton straight after. Yeah. And then the day after that, LAE called me in the morning. They're like, oh, we gave you an offer. Why didn't you come to find out? I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> going to Brampton. I, I really wanted to get <laughs> And also, I just didn't want to go because... Like they're in a building, they yeah. don't have a football pitch, yeah, and right. like, I, I like football in it. So yeah. <laughs> obviously, Brampton yeah. have a 3G pitch and that, so we just bang ball. Nice. And like, I feel like that kind of hits the balance between yeah. working hard and you can go like do football during mm. enrichment or after school mm -hmm. because like little can be stressful at times. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. And yeah, in of terms of um, Dr. Olokoshi, um, I was speaking to like I think one of you earlier about him mm. and like kind of the respect he commands within the school. Like a lot of other teachers look up to him and when he enters the room, they're kind of like, you know, they're silent. They knew that yeah. they kind of have to represent that they're doing a good job. Mm. And I wasn't really taught by him until like one revision session towards um, exam season. Mm -hmm. And just from that session, I can kind of see the way in which he teaches that it was potent and That's we were kind of like, yeah, it was, it was potent, and powerful. Yeah, like, because mm. yeah. we were... Um, we were going through like, I think topics in organic chemistry. Mm. And he just wasn't content with the pace at which we were going. Mm. Because one of the other teachers, Mrs. Smith was teaching. And then he's asking us questions. We're putting up answers. We're putting up our hands, sorry. And answering. But he was standing there in the corner of the room. He's like, oh, this is too slow. This is too slow. I can't do a Nigerian accent. But yeah, he's like, <laughs> just shout out answers so we can go faster. And just from that moment, you can see that like, he wants people to work hard mm. he wants things to be done like mm. efficiently mm. and even after that they were like kind of splitting up rooms and he took one other class mm. so yeah i think that just like puts uh, a stamp on the way in which brampton works in terms of pushing people to work hard oh, yeah. mm. and i won't lie like some people don't kind of identify to that and it doesn't work for everyone mm. but for the vast majority it pushes them and even though they might not be 100 comfortable for the entirety of the two years yeah they always come out well, from what I've yeah. seen on Thursday, they come up with results they're proud of. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was reading um, <clears throat> I was reading on there's a there's a BBC article that you're in, you yeah, know, Baker. Yeah. Like mm. the BBC article about the school about okay. like Brampton. How yeah. they got? I think this year there was twenty of you, right? Yeah, yeah. Twenty yeah. people going to Oxbridge. That's and They were saying like year on year, yeah. Because your school's outstanding school at the moment. Yeah. There's been one before. Yeah. They're just saying how year on year because this school just gets in a lot of kids from BAME backgrounds as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. And um, I wanted to know from you like what what is it that you that you did because I feel like a lot of our listeners yeah. here will be listening and be like, yeah, but what's he done? Like, what what was it about this guy? Like, how yeah. did he how did he do it? Mm. So I just want to say, like, first of all, there was a lot of applicants for my school just to like give evidence to the caliber. So like, there was around 150 applicants, around 100 interviews. Wow. 
Wow. And um, 25 got in. That's my you know, 20 That's met cool. their offers. Yeah. Um, and obviously, all wow. the people that didn't get in, like, they're not going like Warwick, Durham, yeah. big name unis. Mm. So, in terms of what I did, uh, I think, first of all, academically, like GCSEs, I got five A stars, five A's, and one B. And to me, that simply wasn't good enough in terms of an Oxbridge medic. So, immediately, I was kind of like, not sure if I should go for it. But then I was given more information, which is what some people lack about the fact that they take your context into consideration. Mm -hmm. The fact whether, mm -hmm. uh, if you're a high achieving student at your particular school, the mm -hmm. area from your postcode, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that inspired me a bit more. Mm -hmm. So when I started sixth form, like from day one, literally, I think September the 2nd or the 3rd, we learned something. I went home and I would just like make flashcards using a specification after having read the textbook and a revision guide, mm. just to make sure that I make notes on only what's important. Mm. Because like we entered school and the jump from GC to A level yeah, was a bit mad. Crazy, man. I, I saw one textbook and it was like, it was taking up my whole hand and weighing it down. <laughs> I'm thinking, <laughs> thinking raw, like you really can't aff uh, afford to be trying to learn every little thing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I heard about the specification and I printed it and everyone at school knows in it like, when people ask me for motives sometimes, obviously I still went out, enjoyed yeah. myself, but certain motives I'd be like, oh no, nah, I'm not coming in it. Yeah. I'd have this saying like, I'm married to the spec. <laughs> where <laughs> like- man's been mashing down work from <laughs> early, yeah, blood, man. Literally, yeah. So- Respect the work ethic, I'd look man. at the specification, look at the topics, or like the key bits of information I need. I read the textbook, like in search for those and anything that helps me understand it. Cause I feel like a lot of the time we neglect to understand and we like, we try to memorize. Yeah. So yeah, I made flashcards on that. So I did that every day as the, the year went along and Brampton finished specification quite early, like around February. Right. So by the oh, time right. just we were entering mocks, it was just revision, mm -hmm. like, like not in any way uh, to be cocky or anything, but like when exams came, I thought that's when I was most rested in terms of when other people started like last minute revision, mm -hmm. I was assured in like, having covered everything in terms of my notes. Yeah. And it was more a case of going through everything mm -hmm. and getting as much exam practice as I can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. yeah. That's so cool. that's really what I did in terms yeah. of like grades. Uh, in terms of like the Oxford application, I think I was fortunate enough to, you know, the Kusu shadowing scheme? Yeah. 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 Okay. So I'll go on to that. Mm. So and Oh, sorry, just to like elaborate yeah. on that for anyone listening, there is a shadowing scheme that they do. Um, where you can go and visit the uni yeah, for yeah. a bit, right? And, oh, wow. Yeah, for like a day or two. Day or two and then yeah. you meet as a current yeah, student and they exactly. like take you around and so I applied for that obviously I wanted to do medicine but then um, I didn't get a place for medicine I got a place for natural sciences mm -hmm. and I was shadowing a guy at Trinity um, but then I knew of a boy called Joseph who like come from Brampton mm -hmm. a year or two before me that's at Trinity doing medicine so I was thinking I'm shadowing this natural scientist but it's not the course I'm feeling so I hollered Joseph um, like just three other people that knew him and I was like, oh, if you're not free, can I chat to you? And he said, actually, I have a lecture. Mm. Like, I think if you're shadowing someone, you should be able to come and join in. So, yeah, I came in the lecture, chat to him afterwards. And there's a thing of, like, when people kind of look to Oxbridge, we tend to compare against, like, other people that went before us. So he told me he got AA stars at GCSE. And I'm thinking, oh, yeah, this is probably not for me, in it? Because he came from ENDS. And, yeah, I just want to say to people, like, the fact that it's contextual means it's really contextual. Like, don't think because you don't have the grades of someone mm. before you that you shouldn't apply. Mm. So mm -hmm. yeah, from that scheme, I was recommended a lot of books by like current students. Mm. 
And I didn't need to go on a scheme for that. I think people can do research in terms of like what books interest them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I knew that if I read a lot, it would only mean that um, I've shown my passion towards mm. like Cambridge. And if I didn't enjoy it, then maybe like the course or the university is not for me. Mm. So I did the work and I was actually enjoying it. And I thought, okay, I can do this further. Mm. So yeah, I put down my personal statement, the reading and stuff. And I did an independent research project, which Brampton kind of make everyone do, but not everyone takes it seriously. Mm. Is that the EPQ? um, Not the EPQ, because that's like a qualification. But they kind of like just told us, oh, do research projects on something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they kind of made like a mini competition within school. Mm. So yeah, like... I think I came third out of the year group nice. and um, mine was on like malaria yeah. um, and genetics. So I thought, let me make it personal because if I'm not coming with the A-stars, the Etonians and all that come come with, mm. then at the very least, I'm going to show like I'm from uh, Uganda. I'm, I'm going to show that I have a unique outlook on life. Yeah. Yeah. So I knew that malaria is kind of potent there. Yeah. I like that word. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of like powerful there. So yeah. Yeah. I researched about it and I thought, I'm going to the kind of university where they look for solutions. Yeah. So that's why I looked at genetics and CRISPR. So I thought this could be a way in which malaria could be tackled. And that was kind of like my independent research project. Right. I put down my personal statement. Yeah. And um, yeah, so obviously there's the entrance exams and I revised really hard for that. Mm. Um, I'd even get the best score, but I was calm with it because I knew that I did every past paper once or twice. I was looking at anything I could. And yeah, I was lucky enough to land an interview which Cambridge give out a lot of. Mm. Mm-hmm. And in the interview, I knew to prepare best by kind of talking to people. Um, there was a lot of um, kind of Cambridge medical students that I got in contact with through the Amos bursary. So okay. I think Daniel okay. yeah. and even Joseph. Tell us what the Amos bursary yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the Amos bursary is like an organization set up to help the progression of like young black men only into university, but into like mm. corporations and industries. And I think they help a lot of people from different routes. So not just going to like, university but if you're trying to go into investment banking mm-hmm. the offer you of like corporate opportunities the offer you of like um assessment center um kind of training days mm-hmm. and like personal development mm-hmm. yeah. so a lot of people that came on to Amos especially shy and they're leaving as like you know good public speakers mm-hmm. who can stand out for themselves in a corporate setting without mm-hmm. feeling as though they don't belong yeah so yeah it had a lot of it had a huge network of boys um a few of which really supported me and the thing with support like it's not to say that if someone tells you this, 100% your journey is going to be like that, mm. but it gives you confidence along the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what it did for me. And when the interview came, um, I knew like how to approach it, how to stay calm. And yeah, that's kind of what that's I sick, did. Man. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad we got Baker on today. I'm actually so, so glad. The amount of um, knowledge that you're sharing, bro, bro, this yeah. will be, so I mean, deep. it's interesting and it's insightful, but also it's like, it's an amazing roadmap for anybody yeah, else that yeah, wants yeah. to, you know, to go on this journey. Since we've done this podcast, every must be like every week, get like someone mm. message in the DMs, in it? DMs or yeah. message one of us personally. Yeah, someone yeah. will just be like, "Oh, I was listening to a podcast. Can you, do you can you talk about this, this, and this?" Mm. Yeah. And I can talk about it from when I did it. Yeah, but yeah. Like hearing the the journey that Baker's been on. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah so relevant and like today. Yeah. It's a great b- blueprint to be yeah. honest because yeah. um. Yeah, you, you you covered every single base, man, and that's what, really admirable. One of the things, can I move? Can I can I ask something? Can yeah, yeah, yeah. So yesterday, you know, me and me and Kweku were talking, and um, well, in the, on the group chat, we were just saying about how back in our day, back in my day, um, <laughs> we never had. <laughs> that sounds so old. What's going on? Like, uh, one grey hair in my head. Has to be your old. Um, <laughs> we were talking about 
how we didn't have like social media, right? Mm. In this to the level that it is now. So had MySpace. But had MySpace yeah. and Bebo, bro. It's just arranging my top friends. <laughs> the productions. Give them love. I notice how Baker's just like staring into the distance. Like, what the hell is this? You don't even know about Tom. Primary school. Oh, yeah. Primary school. Primary school. DMing a couple of people that never replied, but still. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember MySpace, Tom, man. You know, a lot of people, oh, um, creepy coders guy. nowadays, um, developers, that's where they started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. MySpace. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, man. It's crazy. But anyway. Anyway, sorry. What what we were saying was, um, you know, in the last in the last couple of years, there's been a lot of trying to raise awareness mm-hmm. about the lack of black students at Cambridge. Yeah. And I think it was this year, last year, when they took the 14 guys yeah, to that yeah, photo, yeah, that yeah, iconic yeah. photo that went like viral, was on the BBC, on yeah. The Guardian, all of that. Yeah. Um, I wanted to sort of, oh, I don't really know how to ask a question, but Baker, do you think that having the visibility yeah. of um, students in top universities yeah. was something that, that was helpful for maybe not you, but like people in your, like aid, your peer group to see that actually this is something I can do. Yeah, 100%, because Brampton um, is not just like a school with like a lot of working class class people. Mm. It's a lot, it's a school as well with like ethnic minorities. Mm. And the students that have come before us that have gone to these universities are people of color and are people that we can identify with. Mm. Um, so that actually means a lot because like, if you walk into a room, even if it's like you're supposed to go to a rave, but you come in and attract you, everyone's wearing suits yeah you walk out you think like that that would be your instinct yeah. you walk out you think i'm not supposed to be there yeah and it's a subconscious thing and it's like very easy to tell people oh just apply anyway like you can represent yourself but really and truly there are still people that think they'll be the only black person in these institutions or that these institutions will look down upon them but just having that kind of picture trend and go viral and have a lot of people like notice that mm. they won't be kind of the only people and having like ACS mm. um, communities and societies mm. Mm. kind of shout things out based off that. Cause I think um, that came first or, and then other things came like black men of Oxford, yeah. Harvard. Oh yeah. Yeah. That did a lot for people, not yeah. only like from my school, but yeah. even people from the Amos bursary. Yeah. And recently I was, um, our conference at Imperial College and we're just trying to uh, kind of discuss how to make the Amos Bursary go like kind of more public mm-hmm. and we look to things such as that for inspiration and how to approach things mm. because those kinds of moments are what make people really really like want to apply to these things yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah I think it's like it's all about sort of normalizing this this idea that do you remember we were talking about um spaces and like occupying white yeah. spaces in the last season it's 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 linked to that. Yeah. Like, it's about normalizing this idea that you know, black people, you know, they should be at Cambridge or they should yeah. be at Oxford, they should be at these top oh, institutions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the the Stormzy scholarship as well. It's like him talking about it, him being a guy that's come from the entertainment industry. Like normally, black people, when when we when we think of black success, it's normally through sports or yeah. music and entertainment. Not really mm-hmm. That's what Khalil with the baritone was saying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad I missed that, man. <laughs> Khalil's Burton. But yeah, Special um, K. Um, shout out Special <laughs> K. Um, but yeah, it's um, what he's done. But because obviously that is his that is his domain. Like he's in the entertainment industry. Mm. But he has recognized openly um, that, you know, academia is 
something that we, all of us, like we can aspire to, yeah. should mm. be aspiring mm. to. And it's like, it's not any kind of slight against what he does or the entertainment industry. Like we're successful in that, but we can equally be, be successful in yeah, in areas that, you know, aren't traditionally considered to be black spaces. Yeah. So Stormzy smacked his GCSEs, by the way. Did he? Yeah. 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 A lot of people don't know uni, that. Right? Um, I think he started it, but then okay. yeah. Obviously, I mean, like, I think doing, he did like a placement in Southampton related. Yeah, like a apprenticeship or something. Yeah, yeah. Baker, yeah. yeah. I want to ask you. Um, because yeah. I've seen a like, it seems like a lot of people on social media are saying, "Oh, like I'm gonna send my sons and daughters to Brampton." Like, <laughs> yeah. So I think having been there, I I, sh- I should also say that. I say at my age, but yeah. if you go back years ago, Brampton was not yeah, yeah. the Brampton. You probably, yeah. do you know what I mean? It was I don't know. I think the best school in Norm at the time would have been would have been St Bonds. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe St Bonds. I think was probably the best. Maybe that even Plashy, but that was a girls' schools or Bonds Angelas and stuff. So it's yeah. changed a lot. But um, I want, I do want to ask just so that for I guess for the, the benefit of the listeners as well. Like, is there an expectation? At Brampton, that excellence is the the norm for you guys, and is that is that given to you guys from day one? Like this is mm. the standard because I think you gave the numbers like what a hundred interviews, and yeah. you know what I mean that's that's, that's private, that's elite yeah. private school yeah. numbers. Yeah. So yeah. what's the what's the source that Uncle has or the school <laughs> overall has that yeah. you know has you know has contributed? Obviously, you've done a lot of work, but yeah. being in the house, what's that done? I feel like from kind of the first day, I was sitting in the study center because obviously. Uncle, uh, Doctor Okoshi, he's the head teacher. But <laughs> do you actually um, call him Uncle in school? Nah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> one of my friends. Like, I'm cool sorry, sorry, David, but one of my friends here yeah, <laughs> on like the first week of school, we must have been in a chicken shop outside school, and then obviously he's my friend's Nigerian as well. Yeah, yeah. and the head teacher's Nigerian, so like it's a culture of respect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like yeah. the head teacher walks into the chicken shop, yeah, because obviously like they kind of monitor right. people after school. I thought he was and as soon as As soon as he walked in, my friend David was bowing down, yeah, yeah. doing the Nigerian greeting. No, like, yeah. I, I heard him muster the words uncle. I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but still like, it's that cultural That's, thing, that's a subconscious yeah, thing. Yeah, like, just natural. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. he was yeah. born and raised that's in Nigeria great. as well. So yeah. like, but the, the fact that they got this like paternalistic aspect to it as well. Like you have someone that he's, because it's not often as black students that we have a figure of authority that we genuinely look up to and like admire like yeah, that. Do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like normally authority in your mind is is an op. Yeah. So I'm saying yeah, so yeah, to yeah, have yeah. someone that's in your corner like that, that is powerful. But anyway. Mm, yeah. So there's someone who runs the sixth form called Mr. Dobin. Mm. And like, yeah, he's very active in terms of like how he kind of like watches people and how they w- what they do. So like on the first day I was in the study center and he kind of came in and he was telling us things like, um, does anyone know like the ideal number of hours a week they should be revising? And he's telling us that, oh, you should be trying to revise like um, 20 hours a week, mm. like five for each subject, something like that. And like, however you want to work your timetable, you can stretch that out. Mm. And at that point, we're doing um, four AS levels, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like which were entered for external exams anyway, even though they went like, that's the kind of like, kind of nature they work things. Like, we didn't have to sit the exams, but they enter us anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so he said, you have one hour of private study which they actually monitor to make mm. sure that you work okay. and stay in silence. Mm. So he said, if you have this one hour, that means when you go home, you maybe you can stay after school for one or two hours. You go home, you can have a break, do another hour. And like, you're more or less accounting for your, your hours um, for that day. Mm. And like, he was kind of outlining the more practical things that yeah. we should be doing. Mm. And kind of in comparison to my secondary school, you're taught in class. And then when you go home, you can do more or less what you want. 
and with other sixth forms, you come in for your lesson, you kind of go home. Like, just that culture of practical advice and telling mm. you the pace at which Brampton's going to move. They're telling us that we're finishing the specification in February and that meant that we're going at quite a pace so attendance is quite important. Mm-hmm. They also give a bursary uh, for people to, to kind of like deter people from having to work. Cool. So um, in year 12, uh, for me, I was getting like 200 um, a term. Wow. Because uh, there's so good, extra man. on, right. and I was That's on free so school good. meals, so I was getting like 200 a term. Yeah. Hold on, just and to it, cut your yeah. do they Do they do EMA still or no? I don't think it's EMA, uh, yeah. but I know they some got, schools they, they do stopped it. EMA. They, they stopped EMA. Yeah. They stopped yeah. it. Yeah. They got, the government yeah. cut that. Yeah. Wow, okay. No, yeah, sick so that yeah. the school can provide it for you mm-hmm. if the government yeah, so are good. Yeah. Sick, so the, the one that schemes Brampton help, gives help, out of yeah. their own pocket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sick, man. Yeah. Wow. It just shows you how like how how much um how important it is just to have practical solutions in place. Because it's true, like a lot of schools, they're like, you know, my job is the classroom, that's it. What you do outside of the classroom, that's your business. And I mean... You can kind of understand that, like from yeah. a very kind of um, cynical point of view. But mm. at the end of the day, like your students are the fruit of your school, yeah, um, and 100%. if you want to see them succeed, mm. like you know, you do have to kind of nurture them, not just like in the classroom, but give them like practical solutions, like life advice, revision mm. advice, yeah. yeah, like bursaries and all that stuff. Like that is what that's what teaching should be should yeah. look like. That's yeah. that's the blueprint. That's for 100%. me. That's the standard. Mm-hmm. Like if we're gonna take, you know. Um, scholarship seriously in this country because I don't think we do to be honest um, yeah that's that's what it should look like man yeah, like 100%. it's much more than just you know get through your textbook this is it this is the 40 minutes in class and then strike by like yeah. go, and, mm. go and do your thing mm. on that man I just wanna we're kinda running out of time on this yeah. on this one but um just wanna shout out actually this week we got our first BuzzFeed feature man oh, yeah. thanks yeah. to Patrick yeah, yeah. big up big up Patrick representing yeah. representing talking about proud. scholarships yeah. bruv and talking about all of this and how how important it is you know and just how important it is that not only do we give money so that people can get there in the first place but we show people that it's possible mm. that like like mm. what Baker was saying mm. you know like I see people in my school in the years above me going oh, I know that it's possible I see these photos online and I know that it's possible mm. on this topic of black excellence right um Baker, I'm, gonna, I'm kinda gonna give you the last word on this because yeah. normally we would go around and we'd say like one mm. thing that we'd do. Can I just request also after this, yeah. um, I want Baker to ask us some questions about Cambridge if you oh, want to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I want to share a bit of knowledge. Share a bit of knowledge. Yeah. Ask us anything at all. Cool. Yeah. 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 I'm done with that. Yeah. Um but I wanna ask I wanna ask you, Baker, like um, you know, if you could say one thing. Yeah. really to to other people out there who are listening because we have quite a, we have like such a huge range of people listening to this podcast mm. yeah. some of them are young some of them are like older people who have nieces and nephews mm. cousins little yeah. brothers and teachers sisters teachers as well teachers yeah. people mm. who want mm. to apply or want to go to yeah. these top unis yeah. um what's your one one bit of wisdom my one bit is to to kind of know the steps or have some sort of plan I think it's one thing knowing you want to go to X university, but it's another thing knowing the immediate steps that you're going to do because that's what keeps you going. Like Mm. if you know next week I'm going to do this, this and that, then you're more likely to stick with it. Mm. And I think with these things, there's a lot of like bumps and challenges Mm -hmm. because when, when you hear someone's story, like even now, it might sound like, oh, it was all plain sailing, but I think I had like shocks in my UK GAT scores, my BMAT scores, and there's also there's always bumps in a journey where you think, ah, oh, I'm not gonna kind of make it after this. Mm. But my one bit of advice is like stick with it and see it through, because 
as long as you've put your grind into it, you can't come out with a bad result because your plan A might flop and you might think, oh, I'm not going to the place I want. But just from results day and seeing the pl- the places that my friends went as their plan Bs, mm. to some people, that's incredible. That's a testimony, yeah, man. Yeah. So, yeah. Man, that's man. Kind of, you can still run out football and chicken shop yeah, in the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't got to switch <laughs> exactly, up your whole... Exactly. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. I think yeah. that's important. You have to do that. what you want as well. Yeah. Man, I'm still clapping. Still clapping. This is amazing. Are you um, clapping for yourself? Is your podcast thing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nah, I really respect you guys as well. And in terms of like questions to you guys, yeah. I just want to say like, first of all, like a cheeky question. Like, mm. is it is it really like three days freshers? Three days. I was really hoping it changed it's, by it's now. It's Freshers you know. weekend. Or like, yeah. Freshers yeah. day and a half. Yeah, Freshers yeah. bank holiday. Like, we'll get that email from yeah. your director of studies. Yeah. Like being like, let's all have a meeting, let's meet. And yeah. then yeah. they'll sort out the whole supervision lecture stuff yeah. for you. Um, and mm-hmm. So it's not a week. But I tell you what though, like Cambridge for me, I don't know about you lot, but it was a lot of fun. Like it was hard work. Like you work hard, but at the same time, Cause I was doing other stuff as well outside of work. And I think yeah, what you yeah. said about um, Brampton having, you know, a big football pitch and like um, enrichment yeah. sessions and things like that. The same for me applied at Cambridge, like just having an, um, an outlet, um, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. a creative outlet. Most of the time, like I played a lot of music, um, I played a bit of football, tried to play a bit of football as well. Like having that um, and just like you lot as well, like the ACS yeah. lot and yeah, like yeah, my college yeah. friends as well. Like I had a lot of fun, even though it wasn't like, Cambridge is not a raving kind of uni. Like, I mean, yeah. obviously that goes without saying. Rugby. I mean, you, you do you do go out, but you don't- I must have been like, doing oh, it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, that's what I said, I don't know about you, man. That's the thing. But, um, but anyway, you lot was going up to New York to, to go raving. I was thinking trains and that to go raving. Like, why? Yeah, we were but, um, oh, yeah, yeah, like, like not shit, man. It goes without saying that you don't go to Cambridge to rave, but you. Yeah, just, I had fun, man, um, yeah, and I met some amazing people. Yeah, real talk, mm. man. Um, yeah. So yeah, like freshers, you can go do freshers in September with other yeah, people. Yeah, I was well. gonna yeah. say That's if you're gonna do that, yeah. go 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 and go and do that Midlands tour the yeah. week or two <laughs> weeks before. <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> hey, let's not give that. Let's not give this guy bad advice. I never did that for the record. I never did that. Barfest. I never. I never done that. No, I never did that. Actually, we went not in them a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. But that was that wasn't that was freshers, in it? That was yeah. after. But yeah, go if you're gonna if you also yeah. also go you have go freshers, get a free dominoes yeah. as well. May week, May week is nuts. Like yeah, May week, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. May week is nuts. Like, for me, there's, there's two times in my life where I had to sleep for like a couple of days to recover. One of them was carnival in Brazil. Oh, it was like four days of just constant partying. <laughs> not here, but yeah, big big not in Hill because not in it's live still, man. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, <laughs> Carnival in Brazil and Freshers Week. I remember I had to have two days to recover because it's just wow. like, you just do No, everything. May Week, you mean. Um, yeah, May, what did I say? Yeah, May, May Week, May Week, May Week. Because yeah. yeah. it's like, you feel like James Bond, you got your dinner jacket yeah. on. Wearing yeah. a top yeah. Yeah. You get that top ready, no, bro. No, Tom had a top hat on one. You had a top hat? Yeah, for Peter House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom came Did you have a cane? Did you have a cane? Nah, I wasn't going to trap him. I got an umbrella in it. You were there, innit? Yeah, of course. You had a picture. Fam, I got a mad picture of us. Yeah, I got a picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One girl that I was with at the time. So when I got the picture still, I was like, oh, this is a nice girl. I was like, But no, story for another Yeah, yeah, Save that for the relationship podcast. Any other questions for us, Yeah, yeah. So like, for you guys as men of colour, obviously there's like, 
there's an aspect of like cultural navigation when you're there mm-hmm. in terms of like how do you act in certain situations and mm-hmm. like how do you respond to certain bits of Jesus, we did a whole other podcast, podcast, a podcast in it. Like, you know what? Like, Episode, like, you know if you what? could give the most concise piece of okay. advice in terms of like Ooh. how to move you know in I'd the say, early stages. You know I'd say, I'd say, yeah. very short. I'd say, be comfortable in your own skin. Yeah, that's yeah. the first thing. Just be comfortable in who you are. But like, Cambridge is a place that kind of grows you up and and it sort of teaches you what life in the real, I say, real white world is. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. even non because. Going to places like Brampton or schools like Nurm or you live in in like you live in East, for example, yeah. very multicultural bubble, right? Yeah. Cambridge is almost a, a representation of what real England is like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. And so be comfortable, but get used to that as well, and don't yeah. feel uncomfortable. You might yeah. feel uncomfortable at yeah. the start, saying, "Oh, yeah, yeah, white yeah. people," but but walk kind of, with your chest you know, out. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, you don't, earn don't your, your head there. down, man. Yeah, Just, you have every right yeah, to be there and occupy the space in that way. You know, I remember. My mom used to tell me this, but it's about spiders. She used to be like, they're more afraid of you than you are of them. Mm. And I sort of apply the same logic yeah. to Cambridge, you know, like mm. I felt very uncomfortable going there because I was like, I don't know people like this. Mm. Um, but when you're there, just remember that for the same reasons, these people might feel like, oh my God, I don't know anyone like him. But yeah. you, I made some of my best friends there and I'm still friends with them now. Like I'm, going yeah. to, I'm one of them's best man at his wedding, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and these are people I'd never <clears throat> thought I'd even meet in my life. Yeah, so true. you go there and you be proud of the fact that you earned your way there. Yeah. And um, you'll, you'll meet people who respect you because of that. Yeah. 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 Any other questions? No, I think that was like the burning ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So cool. Think, yeah. Well, um, Actually, I might just say it on the podcast now. Yeah, man. So I'll just say it on the yeah. podcast. Wait, 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 what are you going to say? Yeah. What? What are you going to say? I don't know. What are you going to say? No, Some I mean, announcement. It's not an announcement. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I'll get engaged now. Wow, wow. As as you know, we just really want to thank you for coming yeah, here. Yeah, And so on behalf of all of us, we just got you a little gift and that. So, oh, right. yeah, yeah. So yeah. obviously, oh, don't, don't, don't. Um, I'll just give you a Oh, this is emotional. Yeah, we're... um. Yeah, we just really, we actually really appreciate you coming oh, down, yeah, Baker, because this was so last minute for anyone listening. Yeah. This is, um, it's, yeah, it's a little something from us to you. Um, just enjoy, enjoy yourself. Anyway, Baker, it's been great having you. It's been a pleasure, bro. Actually, this has been one of my favourite episodes. I think it's been my favourite. I'm so proud of you, man. I'm so, genuinely, yeah, trust like, me. I, I'm, I'm yeah. not even going to get emotional, but I'm emotional. I'm yeah, not going to lie. Um, yeah. It's just so great to see, like, young black kids excelling and doing well mm-hmm. um and even if like you know to those that got their results back and like baker was saying they didn't get exactly what they wanted yeah just keep do, like as baker was saying like have a blueprint for yourself have a plan um and know what your next steps are because let's say that you do take a, a setback now if you have a plan if you have a blueprint you know there is success in your future, man. Just, mm. You just mm. gotta keep grafting and keep working mm. hard. 100%. Baker, it's been an absolute pleasure, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Stay in touch as well, bro. This is the last week that's with anything. Yeah, honor us. Yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah, this is man. about. Congratulations once again, man. <laughs> well, guys, black excellence, man. It's been a whole week off it. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to get in touch, um, you can email us now, actually, at OTB. That podcast. email's been there for a while. You know? That email's been there longer than the I podcast. didn't know about this email address. Sorry, I didn't tell you. you we had an email address. They didn't know. OTBpodcastUK <laughs> at gmail.com. Yeah, you can also get us on Twitter at OTBpodcastUK. Is it, is it oh, yeah, plug. Baker, plug, plug, plug yourself. Plug, yeah. plug, plug, uh, Shout the man. Uh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I want to shout my guy, Sean. Yeah. I think he's a hard worker, you know. We're getting uh, Rose Society of Medicine during exam season. Mm. Grafting, and he's going to get his juice. Shout out Sean. Shout out my guy, David. 
were having sleepless nights on Skype, just grafting. He was having energy drinks he shouldn't have been having, doing, <laughs> doing gigs to make peace. But yeah, shout out David, shout out Quinn, who actually bailed me like the night before results day, just to like put my mind at ease oh, because at that point I was just, you know, freaking out. Yeah, and I shout out my man. guys, Amirat, Gabriel, because, you know, you guys, you've shared this journey with me and I know your future is going to bang as well. Love that. Man, the future is so bright for this guy. Trust me, man. Mm-hmm. Do you know what one thing I'll say about Bake, yeah? He got like a quiet confidence. Yeah. yeah. Very humble. I think I like yeah, that'll yes. get you far. Yeah. yeah. And you speak very, very well. Like, I feel like I've learned so much yeah, from you, you today. on your yeah. years, bro. Yeah. Definitely. One day when I'm sick, you know, I'm going to find you. You can be my doctor. Gladly, <laughs> <laughs> gladly. Mad. Well, cool. thank you so much for listening. Sure. Baker's can I, a pleasure. Can I quickly shout out two people that I bumped into? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I said I was, um, oh, so shout out Esther. Um, I bumped into you yesterday in Shoreditch. Um, thank you for your kind words. Like, this is what we do this for. Like, we're, we're happy that, you know, um, you find worth in what we're doing. And shout out Mo as well. Um, bumped into you yesterday also in Shoreditch. So, guys, fans, everybody, like, thank you so much for your support. Um, we do this for all of our listeners. Like, this is, this is why we started it. So, yeah, thank you guys. It's a lot of love, a lot of love. Right, I'm done, but I'm gonna cry. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's been emotional, guys. It's been emotional. Well, thank you so much, and yeah, stay in touch. Stay in touch. Cool. cool.